Hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, Wandering Works for Us. We are Shelly and Beth, a married couple living in Portugal and traveling the world. These are our stories. Bom dia, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast, Wandering Works for Us. I'm Shelly. And I'm Beth. And today we've decided to tell you the story of how we got to Portugal. Our decisions, our paperwork, our short time frame, selling, giving every way, everything away, the plane ride, everything in between. It was crazy. So a year ago, I basically said to Shelly, want to move to Europe <laughs> and specifically Portugal? We have been together for about a year. And this is how incredible she is. She said, sure, with questions, of course. She had never been to Portugal, but I had been researching immigration to Portugal for many, many months and had decided that it's a place I would like to live. So we scheduled a trip in August, this past August, for her to see Portugal. And after that trip, she said yes. Yay! And we initially decided to plan this trip for May, June of next year. We were going to do the move then. But, you know. The flurry of paperwork began at that point, And it was a mountain to climb, but we did it. Woo-hoo. We got help from uh, several different Facebook groups. Um, one of the things that we had to do first was get a bank account and what's called an NIF or NIF number here. We could do the NIF through an agency, but we had to come open the bank account in person. And bank accounts, uh, if you go into one branch, someone might say, sure, we'll open an account for you. And you might go into a different branch of the same Uh, bank and they say no we can't do that for non-residents so sometimes it's an adventure so we planned another trip to Portugal in February uh, which would have been February of this this year uh, to find a place to live and open our bank account but our big thing we had to sort out was how we're going to get two 85 pound dogs and a cat across the ocean and the hardest part was Scoot, of course, because he's a sub-nosed dog. He's a old English bulldog. So he has longer legs, and he can get around great, but he can't breathe very well. And many airlines won't take them. They don't like snub-nosed dogs. Yes, or snub-nosed cats. No. So after doing some research, I found that we could go with a pet transport company that would take them in a cabin with a vet on board. They do a lot of moves for the military. Or we could also try the Queen Mary II uh, transatlantic uh, trip. Uh, but we found out that they were booked two years out for the large animal crates that we needed. Both of these were very expensive anyway. And then we found Chartered Air Travel with Pets. That's a group on Facebook. And we found out that really it would only cost a little more to charter a flight with seven other people. Well, five other people. There were seven of us total. Um, Than it would for flights and getting the dogs flights some way. And plus, the dogs could travel with us in the cabin. 
The group we found had a flight scheduled for March. Now remember, we had planned to move in May or June. So this was March. And since this was the critical pinpoint of um, our schedule, we yeah. decided to do it. Yep. Shelly thought... There is no way we can get this done. Oh, my God. We had all this stuff to do. There's no way. Beth, in her eternal optimistic state, said, sure we can. Because she can do things out of sure will. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so we moved up our scouting trip to November and figured we'd submit our applications to the Portuguese consulate in December. Meanwhile... In October, we're getting married. We're getting married at the end of October, and we needed to plan our wedding and get that done. Had to throw a little wedding in there. You know, yeah. we had to we had to take care of something a little minor. <laughs> but our wedding turned out to be amazing. We had the best time, and so as soon as November rolls around, about the end of November, right after we got married, we came to Portugal for three weeks. End of October. End of October, beginning of November. Yeah, because we, we left. We left Portugal at the end of November. It was getting around Christmas because they were putting up the Christmas lights. Ah. And I was kind of bummed because the whole time we were here, they were putting up these lights, and I never got to see them. They didn't turn them on. But anyway, so um, we were here for three weeks, five cities in three weeks. Oh, my God, it was so hard trying to look for a place. And we had scheduled an appointment like the first day that we were here or, yeah, the first full day that we were here. And as it turned out, that was the best place. <laughs> I have found a listing for an apartment that's actually next door to where we are now. And it was on Facebook, and I had contacted the owner to see if it was available. It was not, because things go fast here, but he was building another one right next to it. And we were able to see it while we were here, even though it wasn't finished, and we ended up renting it. We saw it first, then we did the three weeks, and then we came back to the first one we saw. It really is the absolute place we could have landed. Yeah. Best place best. we could have landed. And so then the real work begins. We had to finish the application, all of the paperwork, and submit it. And what held us up um, mostly was the FBI report, because you've got to go get fingerprinted, and then you have to send those off to the FBI, and then they have to send that back, and you have to have the full envelope unopened to submit with your application. And as soon as you have all of that, and that's not just the whole application. I mean, there's mounds and mounds of paperwork that go with this. But you may, we were going to mail it into D.C. But as soon as we, we were waiting on that FBI report, we're going to mail it in in December. As soon as we got it, we found out that D.C. was no longer taking mail-in applications, and we had to go in person. And, of course, we're just like, oh, God, we, we've got to plan a trip to D.C. now. And so I get online, and I start looking for appointments. And the soonest appointment we could get was in the first week of February. The appointments filled up that fast. So <clears throat> we crossed our fingers, we scheduled those, and we made plans to take that trip in February, and then we focused on Christmas um, and selling our house. We had some repairs to take care of, and we also had to sell everything we owned, which was a lot. We had a full attic and a partial basement full of things to get rid of. 
Shelly was the marketplace goddess, and Mm -hmm. she sold a great deal of our bigger items. And then two weeks before we closed on the house, we had a huge yard sale. We had a rule that none of the things from the yard sale would come back into the house, so that all went to a charity. And, of course, it had to rain the day we had the yard sale as well. And special shout-out to some people. I have a coffee group I've been meeting with for about 20 years, and we are called the Coffee Bitches. And almost all of them came and helped us with the yard sale. And then our friend Laurie um, helped us with the sale, the organizing, the cleaning, getting everything out of there, you know, just everything. And we couldn't have done it without all those people. Yes, thank you so much. So between January and March, we prepped and sold everything. The last things to get rid of were some furniture that a friend had bought from us to set up his apartment and our cars. And so we want to take a shout out to Wes and Mike for all the repairs and all the hauling of our stuff to the dump because there was a lot of it. (laughs) And luckily, the people that bought our house from us were kind enough to let us to stay one extra week so that we could finish packing our 19 suitcases to be shipped to Portugal. We got our entire lives in 19 suitcases. And we had two large suitcases that we were going to take with us on the plane. And so I sold my car a few days before we left. Beth sold hers um, the day before we were to leave. And then the big adventure began. I rented a Chevrolet Suburban um a boat basically and it you know it's the one with the big three rows of seats and a lot of room but we had to travel uh from greensboro north carolina or winston-salem north carolina to new jersey to catch our flight and our animals had never really traveled with us so we wanted to take our time and not drive too much in a day so we left the afternoon of the 23rd of March, and we stopped in Virginia for the first night, and then we took three days to get to the private airport, where we met our wonderful travel companions on our plane for the first time. We had um, been talking to them for months over in a Facebook group, but that was the first time we had met face-to-face. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, note, if you ever get a chance to fly private, it's the best thing ever. No security. Everyone else handles your luggage, not to mention the countless other things that we're going to talk about, but private flying is so the way to go. It is. It was kind of a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. You say that, but I'm working on it. <laughs> so we hung out at the terminal for a long time because our flight wasn't until 11 that night. Uh, we brought... Uh, We had uh, people assigned to bring champagne, and uh, we sat around and toasted each other and got to know our new friends and also gave the animals a chance to meet their travel buddies as well. We had seven people and seven animals, so that was five dogs and two cats. And then they took us to the plane about 30 minutes before the takeoff, And then the hard part, really, was getting the animals on on board. Because, you know, on the private plane, it's just those little metal steps. And I had the cat carrier, which was super heavy because we got this 
big, nice one so that uh, Panther could, you know, loll around in it because he was going to have to stay in it the entire flight. And Shelly had the two dogs on leashes. And they were super excited. Like, they were just excited to be there until we tried to get them on the plane. And Scoot, (laughs) he runs up the steps. And I've got him in front of me, and i got Patty Cake behind me. And Patty Cake is not wanting to get on the plane. She is fighting me. And so I had to let Scoot go. Now, Scoot's on the plane with the flight attendants and the lady, uh, Joanne, that went before us. And she's got a Maine Coon cat back there. (laughs) So I'm trying to, like, practically carry patty cake up the steps to get her on the plane because we we boarded it in the way that we were seating to make everything easy and of course we were second ones to get on the plane and whoo that was enough but once they got there they settled in we were sitting at a table scoot sat beside beth at the table it was so cute we have these pictures i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have to post them again yeah and then the cat sat beside me um, in his carrier, and then Patty Cake laid on the floor most of the time, but she was kind of obsessed with the main coon in the back, so she kind of sat there and stared at it adoringly. <laughs> she and she he, wanted to play with that kitty. Yeah, and Joanne let her out of her carrier, so she was out in the plane. So, whew, it's lucky that we didn't have a cat chase down in the middle of that plane, <laughs> right? Now, her, the main coon's name is Taxi. Oh, Taxi, I, she, I apologize. Taxi. A sweetheart Taxi, and... uh what taxi did have on a a leash and a harness so it's not like she was gonna you know run through the plane but um she it was just beautiful it was really fun to get to be with a Maine Coon at least for me for a while um and then when we got on the plane and once we got up in there we noticed they had on this sort of credenza surface where they serve food and stuff they had this big basket of dog and cat treats and toys for the animals and it was just so sweet it was just all geared to making our animals comfortable and then we had champagne and hors d'oeuvres before we took off and then the flight meals oh they were so good best food I have ever had and probably will ever have on a flight it was definite luxury (laughs) And then by the time we really were able to settle down after all of that and, um, you know, we'd all talked and milled around and all that, uh, we only had about an hour or so before we landed because it was a, it was a much shorter flight um, going that way um, than flying commercial. It was at least, at least an hour quicker. Which was great, except we didn't sleep at all. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> we were exhausted when we landed. But I would say that one of the best parts of this that's totally worth the money is that the service you receive when you land. And we were exhausted. but And we've got all this stuff, and we've got our dogs and the cat. But they told us to leave everything on the plane. They would take care of it, even our backpacks, make sure we had paperwork and passports, take the dogs. They shuttled us to the terminal. They led us through the terminal very quickly and then took us into immigration. And immigration was packed that day. It was like it, people to people. It at was least cl- probably a three-hour wait probably, if you were at the back. Yeah, three-hour wait. And, you know, we've got dogs and cats and all this. And so they took us to the line where the pilots and the flight attendants go. And we were through immigration in, what, like five minutes oh. or something? <laughs> it was 
We looked at each other we and said, like, yep, that was worth the money. That was totally worth the money. <laughs> because, of course, our next job was to go to the vet. And we had no idea what that was going to entail. So when we got there, we've got seven animals. And it did take us a while to get to the vet because they have to scan chips and enter paperwork and mm-hmm. make sure that everything is in order. I, didn't, I never even knew there was a vet at the airport, but hey, there is. We found one. And one of the things that was um, really important before we left is we had to have paperwork from the USDA. So we were on a timeline for that, too, because it couldn't be more than 10 days old. And so you had to make sure that you had your paperwork. And if it was like you landed on the 11th day, that paperwork wasn't going to work and your animal couldn't enter the country. So luckily, we don't have any quarantine or anything like that. And we had gotten our paperwork the day before we left. So everything was sweet. We were lucky. We we were. There were a lot of things with our, the uh, massive binder of paperwork that we had to complete for both animals and us. And that could have just gone wrong at any point. And because uh, timing is so critical and so many things are unknown and it we were really very very fortunate um everything just sort of fell into place and then um once we were through the vet um which you know did take a while but after we were through that um our guide then take us took us straight through the nothing to declare line and we just sailed right through with two or three carts in tow uh, by the guys (laughs) on the ground who were just toting all of our luggage and our jackets and our backpacks and everything. Again, total luxury. Mm -hmm. And then we were through that door and out in the area where people get picked up and we were in our new country. Yay. Well, sort of. Because, well, (laughs) you remember that timeline of getting the visas involved? (laughs) <laughs> yeah well we missed it for with about a week so we had to enter on our tourist visas but we were able to work out a trip back to the u.s and get our visas and now we're here and everything is okay it is. <laughs> it's all good and uh the stress is over uh when we did get here as we said we had two large suitcases with us and one was full of clothes to last until our 19 suitcases that we shipped separately arrived and the other was full of things like a set of linens for the bed and two towels and two washcloths and other things that we uh, couldn't ship like meds our apartment had a sofa a dining room table and chairs and two beds and that was pretty much it we didn't have dishes we didn't have pots and pans uh, we didn't have any of that when we got here Yeah, so that first week was us trying to catch up on jet lag and figure out a few household items because I can't, you know, I can't go too long without pots and pans and dishes. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. We almost had a, we almost had an issue. (laughs) Shelly, we were eating on paper plates and those wooden disposable or recyclable cutlery. And uh, Shelly was like, we are not leaving this store until we buy cutlery. Yep. So find something you like. (laughs) I didn't care what it was. I was like, no more, no more forks. We're done. We're done with this. But, you know, it was enough to get us started. And from the time we decided to do this, we said, yes, let's let's move to Portugal. Why not? Until the day we left was like seven months. 
And a lot of times this takes people a couple of years to get their act together. And we did it in seven months. So it just goes to show you what kind of resolve Beth has because I'm like, can we do this? Yeah, we can do this. (laughs) (laughs) So now we've been here for about six months. Mm -hmm. And uh, honestly, it probably took us about four of those to recover um, from just the mayhem of moving and all the stuff that we had to do. But it was completely worth it. It was. It was worth it. So, yeah, that's how we got here. Yeah. Short and sweet. And we're pretty much settled now. And um, we've got lots of other podcast things to talk to you about um, or subjects to talk to you about on the podcast. But um, if you have any questions, uh, if you're thinking about doing this yourself or you just want to know more, feel free to reach out to us on uh, social media. You can message us. You can use our email and email us, um, and we will certainly get back to you. All of that information will be in the podcast notes. Podcast notes. And you can also follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Wondering Works for Us. That's Wondering Works f-o-r us and we're also got a blog going on at wonderingworksforus.com or you can type in www.f-o-r-u-s.com either one of those addresses will work and um, check out our blog we try to keep people updated on what it is we're doing over here yeah thanks for listening and we can't wait till next time boy todd boy todd Thank you everyone for joining us today. If you would like to reach out to us or ask questions, you can find us on our social media pages on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. You can also follow us at our website, www.forus.com. That's www.forus.com. Hope to hear from you soon. Obrigada.